0: Hello and welcome to my podcast about strength, resilience, and hope. You already have each of these qualities, but sometimes they appear smaller than the obstacles we face. My goal is to remind you that you are ready for and equal to whatever is standing between you and the life you want. My message today is about overcoming adversity. Why is it that some people handle adversity better than others? When facing the same situation, why do some people wither and others blossom? What can we learn from those who have grown through adversity? I am so pleased to tell you about a friend of mine named Lee and how he faced challenges in his life. I will tell you how serious obstacles in his life shaped him into a beautiful man, truly revered by others. He inspired me and perhaps his story will inspire you, too. My story begins several years ago. My wife and I were looking for a new church. We visited churches every Sunday morning for what seemed like forever. In most cases we came in as strangers and left the same way. Each week a few people said hello, but appeared not really to know what to do when someone new just walked in. We were getting discouraged. Lee and his wife Helen were the first ones we met when we attended a new church. I remember it was a beautiful Sunday morning in May. When they approached us after the service, we expected another version of what we had come to experience before. A quick handshake and hello. This time was different. Lee and Helen greeted us warmly and asked about our family. They had just the right balance of asking enough to be interested, but less than what to us would feel like a sales job. We felt welcomed in just the right way with no pressure to join the church, which, by the way, is exactly what we ended up doing. We later learned that this was not unique. There was something special about Lee and Helen. They appeared older, maybe in their early 70s, but it was hard to tell. They looked as if they were successful, not wealthy, but comfortable. They had the look of a couple who had an easy life. We couldn't have been more wrong. Lee was attending college when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. Choosing not to wait until he was drafted, Lee knew the best way for him to serve his country would be to enlist in the Army Air Corps. After training, he flew as a B-17 bombardier. On his 22nd mission, his plane was shot down over enemy territory. In a moment, his life would change forever. Lee was captured and held as a prisoner of war, in a German camp. At 20 years old, somewhere between a boy and a man, Lee was facing things I hope never to see. It wasn't a story he told often, but somehow you knew his war experience, his adversity, shaped who he was. Research tells us that Lee and others like him lived and prospered while others perished because they shared a similar outlook. Each man found his own way to cope, or not. What did Lee and others do that enabled them to face and overcome adversity? First, they accepted their reality. No denial. Honest, but not pessimistic. Acceptance is the key. Lee knew his reality had changed and it wasn't coming back. He was no longer in control. Everything about his life was dictated by others. Some prisoners never found this acceptance. They saw acceptance as weakness, as giving in, so they continued to fight. Those who found acceptance did not agree with their captors. They did not approve of how they were treated, but they stopped fighting it. Without this first step, honest and unvarnished acceptance, you can't move forward. Second, they adjusted to their reality. Many of those who persevered found that place between succumbing to and fighting their adversity. They adjusted to their new routine. They played the game. They saluted the guards, obeyed the rules, became model prisoners. Contrast this with the prisoner who is defiant, on a mission to prove he's right and the other guy is wrong. The story for prisoners who couldn't adapt to their new life did not end well. It often ended in their death. They may have been right, but they paid a high price to prove their point. Finally, they kept their perspective. Lee kept in the forefront of his mind those things that were most important to him. His family, his friends, and home. Anything that would keep his focus on his ultimate goal, getting home. These were his touchstones, and no one could take them away. Lee kept the main thing the main thing. He did his best to let go of his anger at his enemies. He spent his limited energy, mental and physical, on his ultimate goal. He didn't let disappointments distract him from what was most important. Those who prevailed used the tactic of setting and achieving goals that they could control. I will endure another day, or I refuse to give up hope. It raises our spirit when we achieve a goal we set for ourselves. No matter the size of the challenge, overcoming and celebrating is what's important. Now, this is a key point. Some men set overly optimistic goals like, We'll be home by Christmas, or Our troops will take over this camp and have us freed any day now often these men ended up facing continual disappointment and many lost hope. What was the difference? They couldn't control the outcome of either of those scenarios. Lee accepted his situation, he adjusted to his new life, and he maintained a long-term view. He didn't know when, but he knew he would reach his goal of being free. He didn't give up hope. Are you facing a challenge, a problem, or something even larger? This may seem like a stupid question, but have you accepted it? Are you fighting it? Let me be clear. By accepting it, I don't mean giving in or giving up. There is a big difference. Let's say your least favorite relative appears at your doorstep. He needs a place to live. There is always drama in his life, He doesn't clean up after himself, and his lifestyle is completely opposite of how you live. Let's just say there are a host of reasons he's your least favorite. You love him, but having him in your home would change your life. Being the kind and compassionate person you are, you say yes, he can stay. In no time you realize what a problem you have on your hands. Now what do you do? Living with your relative may be awful, but fighting it only makes it worse. Accepting your situation the best you can moves you one step closer to regaining your peace of mind and ultimately to the life you want. When I faced obstacles that appeared large to me, I often thought of Lee. He somehow found acceptance living in a German POW camp. He accepted his reality, but refused to accept it as permanent. Acceptance is laying the foundation to getting the life you want. In a 12-step program, the first step sounds so easy, but unless you take it and do it well and completely, none of the others matter. They all build on that first step of acceptance. Back to my friend Lee. World War II ended and Lee was set free. In a matter of days, he would realize his goal. Upon returning home, Lee's fortunes quickly turned. One day, our young veteran needed to make a phone call and stopped in a store for some change. The young woman behind the counter gave him a dime and thought, I'm going to marry that guy. She and that guy were married just shy of 70 years. Lee and Helen started a family, a business, and became active in the community. Lee's time of uncertainty, waiting, even suffering didn't define him. It made him. He was considered by many a true hero. He certainly was one of mine. You can probably describe your adversity very clearly. The more important question may be, what is your ultimate goal? Can you explain that with as much feeling as describing your adversity? If not, I invite you to consider what it is you're hoping for. The exercise of imagining the goal can be creative, optimistic, and rewarding. What does overcoming and winning look like to you? And just so you know, Lee's time in the POW camp wasn't his only adversity, maybe not even his greatest. Lee and Helen faced and overcame the loss most parents fear most, the death of their adult daughter. No doubt, they relied on many of the tools he refined during those lonely hours in Germany. Lee and Helen would never wish for the adversity they endured, just as none of us would. They made the conscious choice that they would endure and grow through whatever stood in their way. Do you remember when I first met them, I described Lee and Helen as a couple who appeared to have an easy life? We now know some of their history. I can assure you they had a happy ending, and your story can be just as compelling. May I speak to you from my heart? You can accept your reality, accept your adversity, honestly and completely. If you already have, wonderful. Now you can adjust to your new reality. Not giving in to it, not letting it defeat you, but keeping your eyes focused on whatever is more important in your life. You can keep your head when all around you appears to be changing and uncertain. You have seeds of greatness within you. You may be face to face with changes, loss, or difficulty that no one could have expected. You are a winner, and you will prevail. Lee had a radiance that he earned. It was not given. You are earning yours now. You are growing by enduring adversity, loss, and by facing your fears. What are those things precious to you that you will celebrate when you come through, when you overcome? Keep them in front of you. Nothing lasts forever. You will come out the other side and good things will happen. In closing, I would like to remind you that you have everything you need to accept and overcome the adversity in your life. You are ready for and equal to whatever you face today or will face in the days ahead. I'm Chad Noble. You've been listening to Ready For and Equal To. Music in today's episode was by Pictures of the Floating World. Please subscribe and rate and review wherever you download your podcasts. And thanks for listening.